Welcome to the Dating Upside Down podcast. I am Alison Tinderland, your host on the dating and relationship show where everything is on the table and there is no question off limits. As a single person actively on the dating scene, one of the questions I get asked a lot is, been on any dates? Of course, people have the best intentions and they mean well, and they're either hoping for a successful outcome for me, or at least a good story, some light entertainment. Sometimes I wish these weren't the stories I was having to tell. The single court jester, called upon to entertain at the expense of my own rejection and at times bone-crushing loneliness and general exhaustion from the game. Well, if I am a court jester, this podcast is indeed my stage and you my audience. And I would love nothing more than to regale you with my tales from the year so far. And after all, it's almost July and I've continued to date while producing this podcast. For content, yes, but also to ultimately find a partner. So, am I any closer? Nope. The crazy spiral through the alternate universe of dating has continued with very little sign of normality peeking through to break my fall, which is great news for this podcast. So here's an insight into just a few of my interactions over the last six months. Picture it. Ghosted over the festive season, Christmas New Year 2016 and 2017 by the same guy. Of course, I shouldn't have fallen for it again. But this is what happens when the pickings are slim. It's the holidays and you know that they kind of have a thing for you. But clearly, that thing doesn't include respect or a registered ability to communicate. Next, New Year's Day 2018. I had plans cancelled by two guys. One, because his mate wanted to leave the pub, whatever that means. And the other, because his mate turned up to his house. I actually think the last one was sprung by his girlfriend. It was all very rushed and panicked. Mm. Anyway, both guys just disappeared into thin air, never to be heard from again. It was Groundhog Day. Was this really how 2018 was going to be as well? Abso-frickin-lutely. Then, the Tinder match that moved very quickly to Kick, K-I-K. Another chat platform that's much scummier than the rest and should really raise some red flags. Over the period of about two or three weeks, I found myself in conversation with this guy who was both an asshole and a prophet. And through his own frustration with our interaction, verbalized my theory on the state of the current dating landscape. He said I had no right to feel anything about him disappearing or not sticking to a catch-up date because he didn't need to impress me. The exact words being, there are so many women in Melbourne. It's a buyer's market for us, I'm afraid. If a guy is successful and has everything where it should be, 
I think here he was referring to his penis because he kept telling me how big it was during our conversations. Anyway, he continues, It's too easy. It's not our fault if women show no interest in the tradie carrying a few extra kilos, who would probably make an excellent partner. Bang on, kick guy. Gosh. He's still around, the dating apps, by the way, soliciting with his mighty appendage, no doubt. My Z-grade celebrity encounter. On Bumble, I matched with Sean from this season's series of Married at First Sight. You know, the publican, the one that was a little bit awkward, couldn't string a sentence together. He married the short, blonde, very loud, bubbly Joe. Anyway, I went to meet him more because I was interested in his experiences from the show rather than having any particular attraction for him. So we met at an incredibly loud, overpacked bar where he and fellow MAFS contestant Ryan chose to stand right in front of the live band where you could barely hear yourself think, let alone talk. I attempted conversation a few times, got some closed answers in return, and he certainly had no questions for me. So I threw my drink back because no bubbles will go undrunk in my pursuit for love, no matter how bad the date, and hightailed it out of there. Okay, I haven't been an angel either. For example, I stopped messaging a guy who I thought just lived too far away to go back and forth for a relationship. He still lived in Melbourne, but he's also adamant that he's staying that side of town, has no interest in moving anywhere else. And yet, I'm very open to dating people interstate or overseas. What the what? Also in 2018, I've been rejected by a guy I've never met because apparently I'm too old to date. Or to have kids, more specifically, which I spoke more about last episode in The Limbo Years. And I spent the weekend in Sydney with Dan, who I met in 2016, the details of which you can hear in episode 7, Perfect Strangers. Earlier in the year, I met Shay. And after our first 40-minute conversation, he asked me out, and I rejected him. But he took it well, and still agreed to be my guest on the first episode of Dating Upside Down, Valentine's Day again. Recently, I was out with some friends, and one of them had brought one of their friends along. Always a good opportunity to meet new people. In this case, he took a particular liking to me. You know how some people have no real concern for social graces? They're a little bit left of centre and they just do as they please? They're also called heavy consumers of prescription drugs. Anyway, he kept looking at me just that little bit too long. He asked me out on a date, made sure he sat right next to me at dinner, and later put his arm around me and kissed me on the cheek right in front of a captive group of three mates who'd witnessed all of this and whose jaws were on the floor. In the last couple of months, actually, I've been introduced to someone who's coming across to meet me from interstate. Normally, I'm the one who travels for dates, but more about that in future episodes. We've spoken a few times on the phone and he's a great guy, very funny. But still, we each have our own reservations, which we've spoken about. 
He also has no social media or online footprint. So I have no idea what he looks like. And all attempts to Google stalk have been thwarted. Needless to say, my expectations are at about zero, but I know that we'll laugh a lot and we'll have a great night. And finally, just yesterday, in fact, was another hysterical moment in the Tinderland extended family as my adored but mad as I had a cousin commented on the family WhatsApp group that my mother should set me up with a newly discovered relative she just met. That's right, relative. Fourth or fifth, once removed or something, something. But still, you know you've hit rock bottom when your mum replies to a setup suggestion with, but he's our cousin. It's okay. There was much laughter and some comment about kids with three arms and five legs. <laughs> Family, right? Gotta love them. Perhaps it sounds like I've dated a lot, but actually I've done more swiping than actual dating. The truth is that my focus this year has been on building dating upside down. And of course, working a full-time job and trying, but mostly neglecting family and friends. The podcast has been the best thing I've done in a long time. I knew that sharing my experiences and shining a light on universal issues daters would understand would help me and those that have been listening. It's given me some sanity, an opportunity to reflect, connect, rage, laugh, and to cry. Even during the many hours of writing, co-editing, guest sourcing, recording, there is nothing else I'd rather have been doing, and I've loved every second of it. It is, however, a good time to stop and call it a series. I want to be able to take stock of what I've produced and the success I've had so far, which has, to my shock and surprise, included winning Best Newcomer at this year's Australian Podcast Awards. So I have to say a massive thanks to the organisers of this fantastic and much-needed event, Dave Gertler and Anna Riddell. And, of course, to all the judges who clearly got my $30 bribe... Hope you split it evenly and each got yourself something nice. The aim really is to build up a new catalogue of awesome interviews and bring you an even better listening experience next series. And at the same time, explore any opportunities as they come up. Of course, it will also give me time to date a bit more and maybe find the one. Either way, I'll be back to let you know how it's all gone. Your support since Dating Upside Down launched on Valentine's Day 2018 has been immeasurable. I'd have been thrilled with just a handful of people listening, but the numbers that have gotten on board have blown my mind and absolutely encouraged me to keep going. So thank you for being a part of the DUD community. You're my little love legends. Thanks also to my editor, Belinda Coombs, who I simply couldn't have gotten this far without. And of course, thank you to all my guests who not only gave their time, but a willingness to be so vulnerable and funny. And no doubt there'll be some follow-up episodes for some of the favourites. Does anything progress with Dan? Does Beck have dating success as a newly single mum with a bub? Will Gary Gullman ever agree to go on a date with me? 
And what lengths will my family go to next to marry me off? If you want to be one of the first to listen to Series 2, make sure you subscribe to Dating Upside Down wherever you listen to your favourite podcasts and you'll be notified as soon as I'm back. Until then, don't be afraid to reach out and share any comments, thoughts or stories of your own, topics you'd like me to cover at the Dating Upside Down Facebook, Instagram and Twitter pages or the blog at datingupsidedown.com. If you'd like to join me on the podcast, head to the Be My Guest tab on the Dating Upside Down blog and apply. And finally, to you, my DUD community again, thank you so much for listening to this and any or all of the other episodes. I'm truly grateful that you've chosen to spend just some of your valuable time with me. And until next series, happy dating.